Hello, this is Ed Robinson, and welcome back to another episode of the Deep End with Ed podcast. The Deep End. The Deep End. The Deep End. With Ed Robinson. The aim of this weekly podcast is to inspire you to go into the deep end by talking about real challenges and providing practical tips and inspiration from me or my guests. As a reminder, we're in season number seven, and during this season, our focus is on sports. However, before diving into this episode of The Deep End with Ed, I'd like to give you a lifeguard tower moment. And this is something that you do for others. This week, I'd like for you to research one of the greatest comebacks in sports stories, and I want you to see how you can use this to inspire others. There's always messages in sports that you can use to help someone else. So go back, look at one of those greatest sports uh, comebacks, uh, greatest stories in history, and see how you can use that to help someone else. On this episode, we're going to talk about building your brand. Building your brand. How does one go about enhancing their effectiveness? When you think about the word brand, it is something that someone think about when they think of you. So when you look at Nike, you look at the swoosh. Uh, when you think of uh, McDonald's, you think of the golden arches. So think about that. How do people view you when you brand yourself? In the spirit of transparency and as a disclaimer, I want to let you know that I'm going to talk about some excerpts from a book that I recently uh, wrote. It's called Building Your Brand 101. It is a playbook for student athletes on money, media, and mental health. Let me tell you the genesis behind this book or what is the origins behind it. I have a mentee by the name of Jalen Woods. He was a high school student at St. John Bosco in Bellflower, California, Southern California, the number one ranked high school football team in the nation. And uh, he wanted to enhance his skill sets, his brand, his image. And so essentially, uh, he and I would go on Zoom for about six to eight weeks, and we would just go from various things, various topics, and I kind of gave him the layout of the land, what was the media, and how do you interface with the media, and how do you be effective along those lines. And we talked about a host of other things, and he certainly uh, gleaned a lot from it. I learned a lot from him also, and now he is uh, playing football for the UCLA Bruins. So shout out to Jalen Woods for being the motivation and the inspiration for this book. In this book, it's a real simple read. It is not an academic treatise. It is essentially a playbook, as my son Anthony said, athletes understand playbooks, and you have to make it real succinct and very simple. But what I want to do is just kind of take some of the highlights of the book and just kind of share with you a little bit about what I mean and what I'm talking about in this arena. So when we're talking about media, we're talking about the various uh, vehicles or platforms that is used to disseminate and share information it might be something like what I'm doing on this podcast it might be television it might be radio it might be newspaper it might be social media and so uh, in the uh, media portion there are seven different plays that I took that are universal to all type of sports and essentially uh, to help an individual how to be more effective in the media arena I used to um, host a weekly 
a talk show in the city of Compton for 19 years. And then from time to time, I would serve as a spokesperson for my former company, Southern California Edison. So I, I know just a little bit about media engagement. And by the way, even though the book is targeting student athletes, some of the readers after they have read it have come back and told me, hey, Ed, uh, this is something that is applicable to anyone, whether you're an athlete or a non-athlete, whether you're in the business world, you're in school, uh, you're, you're a single parent, you're a grandparent, and you're trying to do something uh, more. So I'm glad to hear uh, my readers give me that type of feedback. So in building your brand, I talk a little bit about media. And as I mentioned, there are seven different plays that I have in the book. And one of the plays is what I call the Coach Audible. You know, a coach is universal to any sports, whether soccer, lacrosse, or uh, whether you're playing basketball, volleyball, baseball, there's always the coach. But in this particular uh, segment of the book, I call it a Coach Audible. An Audible, as you probably know, and don't want to assume anything or insult anyone, but an Audible is when, uh, usually in football, a quarterback will change the play. The quarterback, the one who's throwing the ball, will change the play when they get to the line of scrimmage, from the huddle where they're all together to the line of scrimmage because of the defensive scheme that they see. And the same thing applies in media. So you may go in thinking you're going to talk about your job, you're going to talk about your hair, you're going to talk about your grades, you're going to talk about your sports team, and then all of a sudden the interviewer decides they want to do something else. They want to take you afar or take you afield into something else. And one of the things that I taught Jalen and others is to always have your core two to three messages that you may want to talk about. So they may throw something at you uh, that may be controversial or it may be something that uh, kind of baiting you into something you don't want to do you just call an audible and you go back to your two or three core messages so an example might be hey Ed I heard that you said that uh, the, your coach is a jerk and rather than me repeat a negative I can turn it around to say hey look I'm, I, my, my coach has been a great leader uh, our, my coach is uh, someone who really uh, brings out the best of us and really I want you to know Ed, the reason why I'm here is because I want to talk about our season I want to talk about my team I want to so you turn it around rather than focus on the negative you keep it going along those lines so that's one of the areas that's in the book another area that uh, we focus on is the mental well-being I've learned in my research that athletes are taught how to push through the pain but often they aren't taught how to push through the emotional pain. So they can push through the physical pain, but not the emotional pain. And one of the things that I try to do, and I spend a lot of time in this area, is really helping individuals to manage their mental health well-being. So one of the things that I talk about is acknowledge and validate what they are going through. The first thing that you, know, that you want to know, our bodies are unique and they give us signals uh, about the, when things aren't okay. It might be inability to sleep. It might be uh, increased irritability. It might be lack of motivation, lack of appetite. It might be an increased anxiety, uh, panic attacks, and so forth. So it's important for athletes and everyone to kind of really kind of you know, take a, take, take a, a stock of what they're dealing with. It's important to talk to family members or a trusted friend or a coach about uh, what they're going through. It might even be a faith leader. Uh, the second thing that I tell athletes and individuals is to give your feeling a name. You know, if you feel that you, and anxiety is 
coming up on you you might call it anxious Arthur you know get to a point where you can name it and then you can bring it out and you can speak uh, towards it uh, third point I tell them in the in the mental well-being is consider exercising your mind you know so you may get the calm app you may do centering exercises you may try like a simple 4-4 breathing techniques where you know you're letting out four breaths uh, you're uh, keeping your lungs empty for the count of four. You inhale to the count of four. You keep your lungs counted to the uh, count of four. So you do that um, uh, alternatively. You might journal what you're feeling. Writing down exactly what you're feeling. Getting out of your head and onto a piece of paper allows you to feel better. And be bold and brave enough to seek professional help. There are people who are therapists, they are psychologists, psychiatrists, they are trained to coach individuals and they keep your information in a, in a uh, confidential, non-judgmental manner. Another thing, number six, I tell them, you know, call the 24-7 crisis helpline. One of the numbers I have in my phone is 988. It's a national national number where somebody's dealing with a, a crisis, a suicide, or just uh, you know need some emotional support you can always do that and then number seven is the one that I always talk about don't believe everything you think you know we usually talk to ourselves more than anyone else and sometimes we get to the point where you know we talk our you know we, we talk ourselves out of uh, great success and then when it comes to uh, social media especially with a lot of our uh, generation um, uh, the millennials or generation z's and generation after that uh, i offer 10 basic social media principles one is uh, know that nothing is private so when you post something on social media it becomes traceable even if you try to delete it number two always being respectful you know thinking keeping in mind your coach you know your your pastor your your uh, faith leader or someone you know your teacher your parent may uh, have an opportunity to look at that uh, number three is never post while angry you know you may write something while you're pretty upset but don't post it while you're angry because you know it's hard to take the words back it's just like trying to uh, take a, a pillar and you go to the Empire State Building and you let the feathers go out and then you try to bring it all together uh, number four I tell them never provide personal information things like your social security number your home address your credit card your full name don't put that on social media uh, identity thieves are always looking for new victims number five I tell them to post selectively you know whether it's pictures or words uh, things you may want to share or not share with others share it privately be very mindful of that and number six is consider making your profile private you know only allow your trusted friends or followers to have access to that unless you're trying to influence become an influencer uh, number seven be mindful of your likes remember likes don't define who you are as a person and keep in mind when you like or post something it is equivalent to your personal endorsement, good or bad. So be mindful of all of the things you like. Uh, then number eight, be mindful of the extra eyes. You know, coaches and school administrators, boosters, potential employees, they have people, their whole role is to monitor social media to see uh, what, you know, what potential uh, student athletes, employers, employees may be doing. I've seen people who have scholarships and job offers rescinded or taken back because of things that they were doing value uh, things that didn't align with a company's values number nine uh, honesty is the best policy you know be truthful when you're engaging on social media 
because the untruth or lies can't always come out. They will come out. And then set parameters. Number 10, set parameters. You know, social media, I learned, can be all-consuming. And there's some people that just do it every day. You have to set parameters. I'm going to do it for 30 minutes. I'm going to do it for 45 minutes or whatever it may be. So be mindful of that. And then also in the book, I talk a little bit about some finance basics, just some basics of finances, you know, things that... Uh, individuals can do because we find that a lot of time people aren't financial uh, literate I am NOT a guru on finances but there's some basic things that individuals can do when they're trying to set a budget you know you have to list your expenses and then you have to calculate your monthly uh, budget for everything that you're dealing with you got to set a monthly goal you got to track expenses during the, during the month you got to place them in the total monthly expense uh, actual column this is what I'm actually spending calculate the total difference to find out where you are and then one of the areas that um, an athletic director and several athletes told me that they wish they would have known more about and that is uh, about uh, just finance uh, financing as it relates to a word about credit cards and so I came up with seven ideals for responsible uh, credit card use and these are things that I learned from when I got my first credit card at the age of 19 I believe I was a freshman in college and I had a $200 limit on a, on a MasterCard and I thought I was some hot stuff until I got in trouble. But one of the things that I always tell individuals, thing, the first thing that I tell of the seven is to read the uh, you read your credit card agreement and know know the terms, you know, because that old saying, what you don't know could hurt you and it could end up being very expensive uh, for you. Second thing that I tell individuals when it comes to credit card, make your payments on time. So, you know, for instance, you may spend $20, but if you pay it late, then the next thing you know, you end up paying a $35 late fee for a $20 lunch or for a hamburger that you may have charged. Number three, pay more than the minimum that you owe. This can help you to save money on your interest. Number four, stay below your credit limit. You know, this it's a good financial discipline. You may have a $5,000 max on your credit card, a limit that is, but doesn't mean you have to just max it out. Number five, check your monthly statements closely for accuracy because sometimes, you know, you find that you may see unmade purchases or something has been accidentally applied to your account. Uh, number six, I tell them to report any lost or stolen credit cards immediately. I was talking to someone about a year ago and they're... Um, they lost their, their wallet. I was telling them, well, did you cancel the credit card? And they said, oh, no, well, you know, we'll just figure it out later. No, 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 no. Somebody's probably running it up right now. And later on, when I talked to that person, they were like, wow, man, they, they did. It was, it was a young young person who I'd been speaking with about that. And then number seven, monitor your credit uh, every year. You know, the three major credit reporting uh, agencies, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion, they give you an opportunity to get a free credit card card I mean a free credit report so you'll know what's being applied to your credit because sometimes again people would take credit out in your name and you have no idea uh, what it's all about so again building your brand 101 a playbook for student athletes on money uh, media and mental health again as I mentioned even though it's geared towards student athletes whether they're in uh, middle school high school or college it's applicable to just about anyone. And so as I get ready to land the plane, I just want to give you a coachable moment again, something you can do for yourself. So for instance, if at the time of this broadcast, 
If you happen to be in the Los Angeles area, I want to encourage you, invite you to stop by my book signing. Again, as I mentioned, the name of the book is Building Your Brand 101, a playbook for student-athletes on money, media, and health. The book signing is scheduled for Saturday, April the 15th from 10 a.m. to noon at Helen Keller's Park, Helen Keller Park, and the address is 12521 Vermont Avenue in Los Angeles, or you can also uh, order the book on Amazon. Again, thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast. A special thanks to Nicole Robinson for producing and editing this podcast. Please share this podcast with others and do subscribe to our Instagram and Facebook pages at Deep In With Ed. The Deep In With Ed podcast is a Beyond the Mass conversation production. Remember, if we all join hands together, we can go twice as far. Thank you and God bless.